0: So the way they pick TV shows is, they make one show, that show's called a pilot. Then they show that one show to the people who pick shows, and on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs, some don't, become nothing. joining us for the first time. This is the podcast where we watch the pilot episode of a television series and talk about it. Just the pilot episode. That's it. And we take turns picking them. And this week was Jen's pick.
1: And originally I was kind of, kind of wanting something lighter, something just, you know, a comedy, something funny. Um, that's not exactly the the direction I ended up going in. I mean, this show can be funny, but um, I would say the, the pilot episode was definitely a little bit more serious. And I chose. Towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. I chose The Wonder Years. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I'm not really sure how it even came to me. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about shows, and, and that's a show that I certainly haven't seen since, you know, since it was on, what, in the late Late 80s, 80s.
0: yeah. I, I, I did look it up before we started recording, and the pilot episode aired in 1988. Okay. And, which so, is when we were probably both, like, I was in high school, and you were, I mean, what, would you have been a freshman
1: mm, in high school, or maybe? or No, I still would have been in middle school.
0: Okay. So... I was definitely in high school because I graduated in 91.
1: So I think so, um I think like 7th grade probably.
0: Yeah. But but still you know at the time when this aired even though we're a few years apart we could both totally relate to this show at the time. Yeah. You know, it was you know, if you've never seen The Wonder Years, um first of all, shame on you, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it was a good show uh from what I re- remember, but so it's it's a coming of age. Um uh, it's listed as a comedy. I think of it as a dramedy. Because it's got a because it it it's taking place in the late sixties and a lot of you know, that was and, and they showed kind of like a a like when the when the show opens, like they they show a montage of news clips and newsreels of all the crazy shit Social that was happening. Events yeah, and the war. Vietnam. And,
1: yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff was going down. And it's funny, you know, because i I can't say specific episodes. I know that I watched this show and laughed, you know, mm-hmm. back in the day. Um, but when I was thinking about what I wanted to choose, and I, like I said, I wanted something a little bit more funny, and I ended up thinking about the Wonder Years. And I didn't really think, oh yeah, that that solves my <laughs> my quandary of oh, I need something funny because I don't. When I think of that show, I don't think of it as the most serious show I've ever watched, but it's not just a straight up comedy. it's like you know there's a lot of shows there have been a million shows about coming of age and things mm-hmm. like that, but you know this one definitely takes a i think a little bit more serious oh yeah um route, you know right um but anyways, um, that's what I selected and um, uh, it is set in 1968 mm-hmm. and the main character is Kevin Arnold played by Fred Savage mm-hmm. and um, so he's, he says that he's you know he's just starting uh, middle school Yeah, jun- or did jun- he call it junior high they, they called it junior high so I always get like I don't want to say mixed up, but, like, I went to middle school, and that's, that was 6th grade. And mm-hmm. so when he said starting junior high, I always, in my mind, I think 6th grade, but, like, typical junior high is 7th grade. That's, He's that's in seventh I, grade. Yeah, for
0: me, it, my school district, junior high was 7th and 8th grade, and that was it. And then you went to high school, and then that was ninth and so on.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, anyway, so it kind of starts uh, with, like, the 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 end of summer break... Um kind of the end of innocence. Yeah. At that yeah, point. You know, he
0: even said that was kind of the last summer as being a kid. Yeah. You know, he, he the, the the narrator and and um yeah it, it, the the whole episode is narrated by um well, the entire series is narrated by Daniel Stern, but this pilot episode was actually narrated by um Ari Gross, who's he's an actor. He he's one of those character actors, you'd probably know him to see him. He's not like, like a big name, mm-hmm.
1: you know. Well, it's funny because I made a note that I actually forgot that there was so much narration. Like, he almost never stops talking. I mean, sure, he has to stop talking because mm-hmm. there are plenty of scenes, and we're watching what's happening, and we're listening, and you know. But it's like a, it's not occasional. It's. Throughout, it's like a constant narration, and I yeah. I really forgot that that's you know how this show works.
0: Well, I I wrote that it it made me it it reminded me of a if a Christmas story was set in the 1960s.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> because it was that not only the narration and the whole coming of age, but the just the the eloquence of language and the it was very I I don't want to say flowery, but it was like It was, he definitely romanticized, or the writers romanticized childhood at that time and, you know, growing up in the era and living in suburbia and family and friends. And and it was so romanticized, Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah, he uh, commented a couple times about living in the suburbs and, and like, what that meant to, Mm -hmm. you know... To families or to like a lifestyle at that right. time, and they,
0: they kind of like played it up not not really for laughs, but you know he 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 starts off by saying like what what is it like I don't know how else to say this, but I grew up in the suburbs.
1: Yeah, almost like ooh, like I'm shameful. sorry, like or
0: <laughs> I, it's like I have to apologize in advance. I grew up in the suburbs, right. you know, like this is the kind of story you're gonna get, and it you know it, it i grew up in the suburbs so i saw a lot of you know similar things in 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 this episode not not from beginning to end but you know it reminded me of of growing up definitely not the wonder years
1: yeah, but we we had cows for neighbors yeah. so our, ours was a little bit of a different experience yeah <laughs> yeah so, um, but yeah, so it's, it kind of starts with just, like, the summer, you know, street football and, and just kind of... Cookouts. Yeah. And, yeah. And it's funny because, um, you know, leading up to actually watching the show, I was thinking about what I remember about the show, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there are certain things, like, you just don't forget, like, um... Kevin's brother Wayne is just an asshole. Oh, just he's a... like... And I'll never forget that. When I see that actor, Jason Hervey, I forgot his name until we started yeah. watching. Every time I see him, he could be like anybody. Mm-hmm. And I look at him, I'm like, there's that guy. Like, I hate yeah. him because he's always
0: going to be Wayne. Well, not only that, but you know, growing up as a... you know, When you see him as a child actor in other movies or shows... He always plays that kid. Yeah, he's, he's kind always, of like a jerk,
1: even in his very small scene yeah, in like Back to the Future. He's like, always a dick. Shut up, kid! Like yeah. he he annoyed me, you know. Yeah. So, um, Jason I, Hervey, I'm sure you're a wonderful person. I'm very sorry yeah. that you've been typecast, but like he's I, kind of he's just. <laughs> I remember distinctly from this show that the brother is just a jerk. When, and during the cafeteria scene, I wrote, "I want to kill Wayne and his beady eyes." I wrote Wayne. Exclamation (laughs) points! But it's funny because you know there's 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 that those aspects. You know, Mm -hmm. Wayne's a jerk, and the sister. What was the sister's name? Karen. Karen. She's kind of um, kind of a hippie, like you know, says like peace or something to her mom, like peace out or something, something about peace. Um, she's she's definitely
0: she she's. Doing like her whole anti-establishment routine, yeah. and like when she brings up at the dinner table that she's going on birth control, and you know that she knows that it's going to elicit an explosive response right. in the after, entire family.
1: After no less than two distinct pleads from the mom, like, mm. please, your father is coming, right? Like, and basically, it's been a hard day. Don't say anything stupid. Can we just make it through dinner? And she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go on birth control. Just <laughs> letting you know."
0: And 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 let's talk about dad just for a moment. Dan Loria, I love Dan Loria, the the dad. He's mm-hmm. I, he's great. I I I've liked him in just about everything he's been in. But you know, as the the dad in in this show, he has that beleaguered dad that like beaten down and. Wary dad. I mean, he's got it down to a science. Yeah. What I mean, was it?
1: How was, how, how was traffic? How was traffic? It was traffic. Traffic's traffic. Traffic's traffic. Yeah. You
0: know, and he he comes in. He doesn't even say hi to the family. doesn't kiss his wife. He comes in. You know, ties loose. He's you know sleeves are rolled up. He's carrying his briefcase. He just walks right past the family. Yeah. And when he comes in, like the wife, the mom already has a drink, the vodka tonic waiting for him, and it's like, that's you know they, they're all sitting there like sitting on like, tipping, tiptoeing, you know, like, waiting for him to have that first drink so he calms down. Yeah. And, of course, she, you know, the daughter drops the bombshell about birth control and all hell breaks loose.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, well, it was funny, like you said, he, he just kind of walks in and ignores them and, yeah, you know, kind of just looks like the day just beat him to death and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And he, so when he sits down, um, I guess the narrator says how, you know, basically says dad is polite to guests but not to us that's essentially the the message like Mm -hmm. my my dad dad will always greet our friends or dad will talk to our friends but not us and i i had this like internal chuckle please i love my dad (laughs) but i honestly i can think of plenty of times where I felt invisible almost because – or mm-hmm. not because, but, you know, like th- that's what they do. Even if they're in like a th- awful mood or like whatever, they'll be just as nice right. as, as anything because to your guests. friends because they're being polite they're, and, you yeah. know, whatever. And I can think of times when like – my dad did that nearly that exact same thing. Yeah. You know, turn to my friend, hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Da 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 and, and you're kinda like, Hey dad, you know, I'm right here, you mm-hmm. know. So that I I kinda love that little piece. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And we don't um don't get to see a ton of the parents in this first episode, um except, you know, in the kind of in the beginning and then, towards the end, when he Kevin gets himself into trouble um and I guess we'll come back around to that, but something that just clicked um as far as my remembrance of this show i don't I don't remember watching a lot of it. I think maybe I watched the first season, which I didn't realize is the first season is only six episodes long
1: oh i did i don't I didn't think, think they I did that.
0: i didn't think they did short episode- or short seasons like that until. I thought that was more of a recent thing. But, so I don't know if The Wonder Years was like a, uh, like a mid, like a winter or mid-season replacement that they only did six episodes. Um, not only that, I I swear that this show was, uh, you know, before watching this, I would have said that The Wonder Years was an hour-long dramedy. It's a half hour. Yeah. And it... I was like, "Wait a second! It's over already?" I I swear, I remember it being longer. I don't know why, but it feels like it's a show that would have been.
1: Yeah, I like, guess.
0: There would have been more to it.
1: I guess it just felt that way. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But you know, we're, you know I, we were we were coming to the end, and I I was like, "Wait a second! That that couldn't have been forty-five well, I, minutes." I noticed.
1: When you brought the show up, it said it was 24 minutes, so I yeah. knew it was a half-hour show. Yeah, I didn't
0: see that until the end when we turned it off, because I was like, "Well, this had to be a half-hour." Yeah,
1: you know. But I do re- like in thinking about the show, I couldn't remember if it was half an hour or an hour, and I kind of felt like, yeah, it probably was an hour, mm-hmm. but obviously not. No, because it doesn't. It doesn't feel like, you know, you you think, well,
0: 30 minutes. That's the that that time slot is devoted to a sitcom, and this does not feel like a sitcom it 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 has it doesn't feel like a traditional 30 minute sitcom at, you know at all right uh,
1: yeah it's just and like I said I I struggle to call it a sitcom or to call it a straight comedy because it's not in my opinion that's not what it is you no, know like you was... said dramedy and that's probably you know a better way to it, yeah. describe it yeah,
0: they 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 definitely went went deeper than just the laughs. And and it was it was funny. I mean, I, I you know, I chuckled. I it was a it wasn't like a gut buster, but you know, I don't think it was meant to be. I think it was just supposed to be a <clears throat> a charming look at suburbia and again, you know, this kids coming of age and the the time and the the fashion and the music and everything that went along with growing up in that era, and you know it's nice that they didn't they they didn't mock it or like you know, make make a mockery of it like say in how they might in something like that seventies show, how that's more of like a straightforward sitcom. right right you know this this felt more like. A show you could sit down with your family and watch it and almost multi generational.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, um, there, you were saying before about, um, I, I forget, we kind of steered away from it, but the, um, the characters, and, and I started talking about how Wayne's a jerk and, and mm-hmm. Karen's like that hippie and whatever, but then, there's a, there's many um, clips that are, you know, to be, or, or, you know, like, from their family video camera type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, and those those are, like, really sweet. Like, when they're all standing around the barbecue, like, mm-hmm. arms around each other. It looks like, like a real yeah, like family video. Yeah, like, we're a family and everybody's happy and life is great. And yeah, I think maybe it tied into what you said about, like, that was the last summer that he was, like, quote, a kid. Mm-hmm. Um yeah but uh, there was it's funny because like I feel this like sense of nostalgia it was you know it's from 1988 and I was a kid and kind of occurred to me like uh, Kevin's 12 I was 12 in 1988 Mm -hmm. and you know I didn't live in the 60s but I still feel this like this sense of nostalgia for that time and I think with the music a lot of good songs just Mm -hmm. in that one 24 minute episode um but so something i never ever thought of until 20 minutes ago watching the show is that in 1968 my own mother would have been in middle school junior high um Mm. like kevin is says he's 12 and a half so he was probably born in 1955. hmm My mom was born in 1954. So I kind of, like, looked at this show for the first time, like, this is, like, what things could have looked like, you know, for for them. I know it probably sounds, like, cheesy and right. whatever. But you don't often, like, stop and think about your mom as a 7th or 8th grade kid, mm-hmm. you know? But for, like, a second, I kind of was like, oh, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a little side note. Yeah, I
0: guess, and I, I guess my mom probably would have been approximately. Let's let's see. She well, whatever. Yeah, I think she could have been close to that. Our our both our dads are significant like older, so older they probably than our moms. Yeah, yeah older than our moms. But um, yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes you wonder, like, what would it be like to sit down with someone who lived that, and you know what their experiences would have been like compared to the show. I mean, the the show, for all intents and purposes, for not having lived in that era, seems seem pretty accurate. You know, the, I don't think you you could really watch the show and question, like, oh, that, well, that that's not right. They wouldn't have had that then, or, you know, I I, I feel like anytime you do a a period specific show, you're going to do your best to be as authentic as possible.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, one of, I guess, like the main reasons that there was a serious tone to this particular episode is um, that right out of the gate basically when his brother dies in Vietnam yeah and it's the other thing i totally forgot that he even like had an appearance for you know all of 30 seconds or whatever mm-hmm. um when they showed him like it, my head was just like oh my god i forgot like we yeah. we actually see him for a minute it's not that he's he's been mm-hmm. dead or oh yeah okay. he died like he was there and you you get to see a split second of like clearly he loves his sister and mm-hmm. they have a really nice relationship. So, um
0: as opposed to Wayne and Kevin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, he was kind of like, you know, when as they were narr- as Kevin was narrating it that Brian was the older brother, you know, Winnie's older brother was nineteen, which to us, you know, a nineteen year old kid is like uh oh, you're still a kid. But to, and I remember being this, you know, being 12 or 13 and someone who was 18 or 19 and you're like, whoa, they're a god. Mm -hmm. And especially this kid who was like, kind of a, you know, working on his car and he was kind of a cool dude, but he wasn't. Dressed
1: real hip. He he
0: wasn't a douchebag and he kind of stood up for Kevin and, you know, he was kind of like the, like the neighborhood badass, but he was also like the neighborhood big brother. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah, and then when they drop you know they, you know, drop that bomb at the end that he dies. It's like it's like everyone just kind of stops. Like yeah. ev- everything that that they thought mattered at that moment didn't matter.
1: Right. You know, Kevin was about to get his ass handed to him. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. From you know the episode at school where he got in trouble, and his dad was literally ready. To beat him, he
0: was cracking his knuckles. Yeah, in the principal's office, which you can't do these days. But you know,
1: no, I love the way they filmed that piece though, where <laughs> it was all the mom. Kevin, did you hear what he said? Kevin, answer his question. Right, you, Kevin, don't, even know that the well, dad's, you don't even know dad is there. You don't even know he's there. Then he's they just... show him, and he's like, "I'd like to take him home now," <laughs> which is like, you know, translate to "I'd like to beat him like to a pulp." Well, well you got to figure
0: he was probably doubly pissed because. He probably had to leave work. Probably. Because this was, you know, would've this would have been in the middle of the afternoon. Right. He probably, you know, had to leave work and, you know.
1: Right, but then so they get home, they they hear the news about Winnie's brother dying, and I think like why I do like the dad. One of the reasons I like the dad so much is he goes instantly from I'm about to murder my son who misbehaved at school, mm-hmm. to compassionate. He doesn't even say a word. Just yeah. the way he puts his hand on Kevin's shoulder, because mm-hmm. he knows that, you know, Kevin knows Brian, Winnie's sister. Kevin is friends with Winnie. Like, the whole thing... It's like one of those like little neighborhood things. Yeah. Everyone knows each other, I, I and everyone's going to be affected by this. Right,
0: yeah. I think he realizes that what happened was... was yeah, affecting... was going to affect everybody.
1: Yeah, so it kind of went to, like, a... I don't say tender, I don't know if that's too cheesy, but just like yeah, a... Tender for a dad. Tender for a dad. Yeah, yeah, because,
0: you know, dads in general are not prone to emotion or showing emotion, but, and especially um the characterization of Kevin's father as, you know, played by, you know, the gruff Dan Loria, who, you know, he's a great actor, but like I said, he's like, he's the tough guy. Right. And... Um, you know the the, the way, like and it goes back to like how, how I said. Uh, you know, I love how he plays the dad because you know when dad comes home, everyone holds their breath until dad's relaxed. You know, and that's and and you know, so seeing that you know that one small tender moment from him is yeah, like you said. I mean, that kind of changes your perception of him just slightly. You know, and I don't know how much. More of that you get through the series.
1: Yeah, I I, I really can't remember, Probably but I, I think we just s- a little. I think we see semi angry slash frustrated dad like ninety seven percent of the time, and compassionate. I feel your pain, Dad, like about three percent. That that's my guess. Mm-hmm.
0: So there is um, not to get too far off track here, but I I do. You know, I, I don't remember a, a lot from watching this show, but I do remember an episode, and I, it's in the first season. It might be, like, the third or fourth episode. But it's... Um, Kevin goes to work with his dad. Hmm. And so he... And and he sees what he goes... Like, what he actually does, and that Kevin's dad has a boss who is not a nice guy. Who You know, so it's like he he comes to understand why his dad is the way he is when he gets home from work. And, um, so that, you know, I, I think, you know, they do, you know, obviously the show is centered around Kevin, but I think they do offer little glimpses of that throughout the series.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So this, this was kind of, kind of fun. I'm, I'm glad mm-hmm. I picked it.
0: Now would, um uh, now, I guess we're getting to the part of the show where we, we always dis, you know, kind of decide if we would continue to watch it or or not.
1: I'm a little bit torn. I think when it was around the first time, you know, I was 12, so I what I saw was a show with kids who were like my age, mm-hmm. you know. I'd like just about anything like that. And not that I can't today appreciate a show where a kid or kids are some of the main characters. Um, I liked it, but I I guess what I'm trying to say is I think I like and appreciate this show for kind of different reasons today as an older, for like as an adult than I did when I was 12 watching it. Do
0: you think it's that, like how you... Earlier, you said it was like a there was a, a, a nostalgia factor.
1: I was literally just going to say that I think it, the the feeling that it brought up, you know, like all the you know, it's said in the '60s. I wasn't alive. I can't say oh, I remember the '60s, but like just you know, I love that era. I love all that music mm-hmm. and um, you know, and then also just my own childhood in the '80s because I remember this was one of those shows that like. We didn't miss this show, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, there. I I would continue to watch it. Um, just kind of made me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I think
0: I'm also a little torn. Maybe not as much as you, but I'm I'm a little torn for different reasons. I would continue to watch it because I would like to see the evolution of Kevin uh, Kevin and Winnie you know the family and see how the family develops over this series because I I think it only went like maybe four or five seasons so not a terribly you know I mean I guess it's an average amount of episodes Mm -hmm. Um,
1: and if I remember correctly the sister does she kind of get mixed out, or she's just not around she, a lot? Does she go to college or something? She gets married. Or, oh, she gets married. She gets married. Um, so I feel like she kind of... We don't really see her that much yeah, down the road.
0: Yeah, I think, yes. They they probably you know write her out as being married and moving away, and maybe we see her here and there throughout, you know. Yeah. You know, um. I would say the only thing that would cause me to not watch it is... I maybe I'd have to watch another episode and hear more of the narration. I, I think hearing the show narrated every episode would start to get on my nerves. Because I, I think that's that's a that's a trick or a gimmick or a um an element that you can't you can't overdo.
1: Yeah I I agree. Um you know, like when I said earlier, I forgot how the con- the narration was, was just like constant. And it really stood out like, man, is this guy ever going to shut up? I get mm. what you're trying to do here. You are, you know, it's like a reflection of your childhood, you know, whatever. And you said, oh, it's kind of like, you know, Christmas story. Honestly, what I thought a little bit about was Stand By Me the movie stand mm. by me and it's you know it's narrated yeah by Richard Dreyfus and but it's not like overly I think narrated. Yeah. It's I just, think it's, it's primarily enough to tell you what you need to know. Right. Whereas maybe this show maybe it was a little bit too much. I, I yeah I don't
0: And and again, maybe that's just the pilot episode I right. you know, I I'd have to keep going.
1: And did you just say that they changed to a different narrator?
0: Yeah, I don't know if you caught that when, when... Kevin and his mom were in the principal's office, and the principal's talking to him. And I thought he said, the
1: voice sounded different. Yeah, it, so they changed literally in the middle of it this went episode. To,
0: it went to Kevin because, like the, the 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 principal says something like, "Um, why did you do what you you know? What did you think you were going to get away with?" And and it wasn't the adult Kevin speaking; it was young Kevin.
1: oh, oh right, but that was only
0: just those two. The,
1: two like two sentences like thoughts in his head. Yeah. But then it went back to the regular right. narrator, but somewhere in there and I can't remember if it was the the principal's office, but at some point in the show, I thought the guy's voice sounded slightly different.
0: I only caught it in the principal's office. If it if it happened somewhere else, I didn't hear it. But it there were there were definitely two lines of dialogue that happened in the principal's office that were um Kev, young Kevin Right. It was it know. was
1: like what he was thinking, but he wouldn't but say he it said out it, loud. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, but But you did have. you just say though that later you said the the narrator was somebody but later it's somebody else?
0: Right. Just for the pilot episode it's Ari Gross. So And but every episode after that is Daniel Stern.
1: And I and I wonder and maybe not much, but even sometimes just a different voice can be less yeah, annoying I, or less, you know, whatever. Yeah, and
0: and it wasn't even that it, I I didn't mind his voice or how he talked. It was just the amount of talking mm-hmm. that went on. It just grew a little tiresome, but uh, or maybe how eloquently or flowery the the language was that they used. It just got to be a little much, you know, yeah. like you're reading a book or something. Like a badly written book. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but you know, I, I I really didn't have a ton more to say about this show. I mean, it. I guess the 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 you know the narration would have been my only critique, and that's pretty light. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's as far as critiques go. That's really not that bad. Um, you know, I. Like I said, I, I I'm watching this and it was over before I knew it and I don't I really didn't have a too much to say about it, which I guess that's neither that's really neither good nor bad,
1: just right what it is. Yeah, I yeah, I w I would I would keep going. You know, mm-hmm. it's there was a lot of narration, yeah. But there's just that that nostalgic element. I'm just a sucker for that kind
0: of stuff so Mm -hmm. okay right. well I guess um, I guess that's pretty much all of our thoughts on that on The Wonder Years and we we watched that on Netflix so it's if you have a Netflix account uh, it's streaming on there and it's probably I want to say it's probably like on on Hulu and or Amazon as well but um, I you know we just found it on Netflix and went went with it um, so the next, uh, next episode will be my pick. I have no idea what I'm going to pick yet, but when, when I do, uh, we usually tease it online uh, a few days before we record the podcast. So look for that. Um, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr. Just look for pilot season or pilot season TV and you should be able to find us, um, Anything else before we close up? Nope. Can't Shaken, think of anything. Shaking her head no. Nope. Okay. All right. Well, then we'll um, we'll uh, close this one up. And this has been Pilot Season, Episode Thirteen. I'm Dan. And
1: I'm Ben.
0: And we'll see you next time.